Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Wake up, you throw it. Look around and you'll see. 
Okay. 
J.M. in the A.M. Words that have taken on additional meaning over the last 48 hours or so. Two major stories have uh, affected so many in the Jewish world, and I mean world, around the world, the entire globe, over the last 48 hours. Um, Of course... Uh, the first is the um, the shooting at Rabbi Goldstein's synagogue in California. The deadly synagogue shooting that claimed the life of an amazing congregant who we keep reading and hearing about. And one of those people who uh, every synagogue wishes they had in their, in their audience on a regular basis. 
and working for their organization. And, um, of course, injured as well in that attack, including the rabbi. Uh, so the attack on Rabbi Goldstein Shul in California was um, was one of the things that we learned about after Pesach ended on Saturday night. And the theme of Am Yisrael Chai, mostly because of the rabbi's insistence that it remain a theme, uh, has been uh, has been out there over the last two days. Am Yisrael Chai, we will not allow terror will not allow the enemy to in any way deter us from living as Jews and serving the one above and doing good things for people. And then, of course, the second story that's been dominating the um, the Jewish circles and the uh, Israel-loving circles is this disgraceful cartoon that was published by the international edition of the New York Times. If you're not familiar, I would assume most people are familiar with what I mean. If you're not familiar with it, you can uh, certainly Google it and look it up. I think it's uh, it falls in the category of a picture's worth a thousand words. And uh, the anti-Semitic drawing, the anti-Semitic cartoon, which many find hard to believe could be printed in 2019 by a reputable newspaper, um, has sent shockwaves, real shockwaves uh, throughout the uh, Jewish world and uh, those who, for the, uh, among those who care about Israel. Um, and also has led to a, to a theme of Am Yisrael Chai. Often the enemy is from within, that is not far into our history at all. So those who wonder how the New York Times, known as a product of a Jewish family and company, how they could possibly do something like this, uh, that that's not a foreign concept at all in our tradition, unfortunately. Uh, but again, it's led to the theme of Am Yisrael Chai. It's led to the theme that no matter what, even if the most influential newspaper in the world decides to uh, to print a vile and disgraceful anti-Israel, anti-Jewish cartoon. Nonetheless, I'm Yisrael Chai. Um, those words were sung by Eitan Freilach. Before that, Yaakov Shweki's Am Yisrael. Itcha Ani, that was Avram Fried. Benny Friedman's Vesecha Zena. Sabenu done by Eitan Katz. Mayor Sherman. Our Monday morning theme song, Masecha Hashem, and from Regesh, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Monday on this April 29th, the 24th of Nisan, I hope. Aside from the difficult news that your Yom Tov was, in fact, a, a nice Yom Tov, today is day number nine in the counting of the Omer. That's one week and two days. Today is day number nine in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so. Sometime today, 43 degrees, 62% humidity, winds are west at 4 miles an hour, mostly cloudy today with a high temperature of 58, then tonight, rain, low 49, tomorrow cloudy skies, a high temperature, 67 degrees, 81 in Yerushalayim, we're at 43 here in New York City as we continue on a Monday morning, early Monday morning here at JM in the AM. Um, I'd like to play some of the, uh, 
some of the words of Rabbi Goldstein from California. He was so eloquent and uh, emotional and filled with so many important messages in the aftermath of the Poway, California attack on his shul. And um, this was a conversation which, uh, again, turned into some very important messages, words and messages from Rabbi Goldstein that took place courtesy of uh, NBC's Today Show on Sunday morning, a conversation that they had with Rabbi Goldstein. Here it is for you at JM in the AM. Moments ago, I spoke exclusively with Rabbi Yisroel Goldstein. He called us from the hospital where he was just out of surgery. Rabbi Goldstein lost his right index finger when he was shot as he confronted the gunman. He's hoping this morning to keep the index finger on his left hand. I started by asking the rabbi when he first realized his synagogue was under attack. As soon as I walked into the banquet hall, I heard a large bang, a large noise, and I did not know what that was. I thought Mrs. Lori may have fell or the table fell, and I turned around, and I was face-to-face with this murderer terrorist who was holding the rifle and looking straight at me. And then as soon as he saw me, he started to shoot towards me, and that's when I put my hands up, and my fingers got blown away. And uh, then he continued on and just killed Lori Kay right there on the spot. Um, I turned around and I saw a group of children in the banquet hall, including my granddaughter. And I just ran, not even knowing that my fingers were blowing off, mm-hmm. and just hurled all the kids together and got them outside. They went into the sanctuary, got everyone out of the sanctuary to safety. And fortunately, there's an off-duty patrol officer during services who, who came in, in pursuit of, the, of this terrorist. My gosh, I, I can't imagine what that was like. So the shooter came with a rifle from reports we heard, and at point-blank range, shot at you. You got out of the way and put your hands up, as you said, lost your finger. Um, Lori Kay's name is not one we had heard yet. We knew a 60-year-old woman had been killed in the shooting. What more can you tell us about her, Rabbi? She is a pioneering founding member of our congregation. She's an activist. Uh, we, I started this congregation 35 years ago from ground up. There was nothing there. It was an empty lot. And I was a young 22-year-old um, bent on building a congregation and making a difference for the community. Lori was the one who helped me secure the construction loan. And she has been a steadfast member, supporter, philanthropist, just a kind soul. Everyone in the community knew her. She was the type of a person who's the first one to be everywhere. Just two weeks ago, our youngest daughter got married in New York. She and her husband flew out to be at the wedding to dance with us at our wedding. Mm. And she's such a dear friend. I've known her for 33 years, and I'm just so heartbroken and saddened by the senseless killing. I mean, you know, the Constitution of the United States guarantees freedom of religion for all faiths. And, you know, we are so grateful to live here in this country that protects our rights to live openly and proudly as Jews. One thing for sure, Willie, I guarantee you, we will not be intimidated or deterred by this terror. Terror will not win. You know, as Americans, we can't cower in the face of the senseless hate that is in anti-Semitism. You know, beneath the surface of every terrible experience, 
there lies an opportunity to grow and increase and increase in goodness. I, I'm just fresh out of surgery and much thoughts was running through my mind. And I just think to myself, you know, this horrific event must raise alarm and concern for the safety of all places of worship. And our government needs to continue to step up and help priority in securing our, our, our houses of worships. You know, I pray for healing during this time of pain and grief. And I ask that we all do something, something to add more light to combat this evil darkness that's out there. And that could happen through acts of compassion and loving kindness. There are reports from congregants yesterday who said after you'd been shot, after the shooter had been chased from the building, you continued your sermon. Tell me about that. Well, that, that, that I continued it not in the sanctuary, but outside as we were sheltering and waiting in place for the authorities to arrive. I got up there and I just spoke from my heart and just giving everyone the courage to know, you know, it was just 70 years ago and the, during the Holocaust, we were gunned down like this. And I just want to let our fellow Americans know we're not going to let this happen here. Not here in San Diego, not here in Poway, not here in the United States of America. Did he say anything to you? Was he speaking as he fired those not shots? A not a word that I can remember. So I cannot erase that face from my mind. I cannot erase the moment. And it's going to be embedded there forever. You know, with the loss of my index finger, it's going to be a scar for the rest of my life. Mm to both to remind us of uh, literally how vulnerable we are, but also how brave we need to be. Everyone needs to be a hero. Everyone needs to step up and do something in the face of terror. Rabbi, I think a lot of people around the world will draw inspiration from that image of you having lost your finger and turning instinctively around to round up young children and your congregants to save their lives, and you did just that. Thank you so much. I know you're just out of surgery, Rabbi, for taking sure. time to speak with us and tell your story and to send that message to the world today. Thank you, Rabbi Goldstein. Thank you, Willie, for partnering. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you. Again, Rabbi Goldstein sharing with us that the 60-year-old woman who was killed as she worshipped on the last day of Passover is Lori Kay. Our thoughts are with her family this morning.
Thank you. 
Thank you. 
J.M. the A.M. with Simcha Liner and Pischili, Ana Hashem done by Sandy Shmueli. Am Yisrael Chai, the theme of uh, post-Pesach 5779 with the great cantor Nathaniel Hirschdick, Gershon Veroba, and Libby. You heard Am Yisrael Chai from Eitan Freilich, and I say that's the theme now because of the uh, the two news stories that have dominated the Jewish uh, news arena over the last couple of days. The first, of course, being the synagogue shooting in uh, California. And our thoughts with Rabbi Goldstein and his congregation, of course. And the second being the outrageous uh, political cartoon um, published by the New York Times, uh, which I still cannot get over. And that has also led to a response of Am Yisrael Chai from people around the world. Today is day number nine in the counting of the Omer, one week and two days. Today is day number nine in the counting of the Omer. If you got the count last night, Make sure to do so sometime today. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galei Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Big news regarding Yom Ha'atzma'ut. Rabbi Menachem Liebteg is coming to the Mizrahi on the Lower East Side of Manhattan to speak on Yom Ha'atzma'ut night. And that is very big news. It's a week from Wednesday night. A week from Wednesday night. Uh, it's going to be, for us, a historic presentation. To have him with us at the Mizrahi for Yom Mood is simply amazing. So Rabbi Liebteg is going to be the special guest speaker. I hope people will come from far and wide to hear him uh, at the Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi, a week from tomorrow night to celebrate Yom Ha'atzmaut, Israel Independence Day. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday is next. Boker Tov from Jim Nehem. Yerushalayim HaShah 2, Shalom Rav, Kan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Achshav. בשעה זו מתקיים דיון הערכת המעצר של נתנאל סנדרוסטי, חשוד בדריסה ובהפקרה של ילד בן 11 בירושלים ביום ראשון שעבר. כתבתנו מיכל צ'ין. בדיון טוענת המשטרה כי סנדרוסי עבר באור אדום במהירות גבוהה ודרס את הגלד. מנגד טוען עורך דינו כי החשוד כלל לא היה ברכב בזמן התאונה, וכי ניתן להוכיח זאת באמצעות מיקום מכשירו הסלולרי. והמשטרה מבקשים להאריך את מעצרו ב-12 ימים, והחלטה בנדון צפויה להתקבל בקרוב. הולך רגל פלסטיני בשנות ה-20 לחייו נהרג מפגיעת משאית ליד חווארה שבשומרון. נהג המשאית נמלט מהמקום. כתבנו יאיר אורוויאטו מעדכן שכוחות משטרה וצה"ל עורכים סריקות לאיתורו. המשא ומתן הקואליציוני, חברי הכנסת עודד פורר, יושב ראש צוות המשא ומתן של ישראל ביתנו, מתחייב אצל יעל דן, לא נסכים שיכניסו שינויים בחוק הגיוס. חוק הגיוס שעבר בקדנציה הקודמת, בקריאה ראשונה, שאותו ניסח משרד הביטחון, הוא החוק שאנחנו דורשים להעביר אותו גם בקדנציה הזו, בקריאה שנייה ושלישית, ולא כל מיני תרגילים עם פרקאות התגברות וסיפורים כאלה ואחרים. סכנת הקריסה הכספית של הרשות הפלסטינית. יושב ראש הרשות אבו מאזן אומר היום כי הוא ואנשיו לא יסכימו להעברה חלקית של כספי המיסים מישראל והם דורשים את מלוא הסכום המגיע לרשות. אשרף אל-עג'רמי, השר לענייני אסירים ברשות הפלסטינית לשעבר, טוען בגלי צה"ל, ישראל מעדיפה לשלם לחמאס ולא לנו. בסופו של דבר זה כסף פלסטיני, ואם אתם לא משלמים אנחנו נשלם בצורה זו או אחרת. הבעיה של הממשלה הזאת שלכם היא בפרדוקס גדול מאוד. היא מענישה את הרשות הפלסטינית שעושה את התיאום הביטחוני ומעבירה כסף לעזה. אני חושב שהרשות הפלסטינית בעצם תיהרס לגמרי ואנחנו נלך למצב של אנרכיה. אנחנו לא מדברים על שנים, אנחנו מדברים על חודשים. 
בשעה זו מתקיימת הישיבה האחרונה של הוועדה המיוחדת לפרשת היעלמותם של ילדי תימן. יושבת ראש הוועדה היוצאת, חברת הכנסת נורית קורן, סיכמה בריאיון לאמיר איבגי את עבודת הוועדה וטענה, הממסד פעל כמו ארגון פשע. אנחנו יודעים שהוועדה בדקה 1,053 מקרים, ואנחנו קיבלנו עוד ועוד תלונות, ועדיין מגיעות תלונות גם בימים האלה שאנחנו סוגרים את הוועדה. הגעתי לארכיונים שוועדת החקירה, כהן קדמי, כל הוועדות הקודמות לא הגיעה לשם. הבאתי מסמכים שמראים את העוול הנורא. שמראים שזה פשע מאורגן בחסות הממסד. ומזג האוויר חם, ממש שרב. ולסיום תערוכה ישראלית חדשה תיפתח במוזיאון הלוברה היוקרתי שבפריז, כתבנו מאיר מרציאנו. בין הפריטים שיוצגו בתערוכה, פסלים, תכשיטים, פסיפס וכלי חרס מתקופת הממלכה הארמית. המוצגים שרובם מתוארכים למאה השמינית ועד העשירית לספירה, הובאו ממוזיאון ארצות המקרא בירושלים. ואלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. בחסות מועדון הצרכנות של ההסתדרות ביחד.
Shayam in the AM with Lipa. Melech Malchei Hamlachim is uh, the selection here at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard uh, Shlomo Katz with Hine Anochi. You saw a word girl in Yisrael Biyachad uh, here at JM in the AM. Uh, coming up at 9 o'clock this morning after JM in the AM will be an encore presentation of a Yom HaShoah presentation done by Mayor Weingarten on the Israel Show. Mayor returns from Israel later this week, and live editions of the Israel Show will resume one week from today. Um, all right, so that's what's happening today, 9 o'clock, an encore presentation of Yom HaShoah presentation. At 10 o'clock this morning, it's our sports fix with uh, Yoni Pollock. After further review, begins at 10 a.m. I'm sure he'll discuss the NFL draft and the NBA playoffs and a whole bunch of other stuff. At 11 a.m., it's a Jake Novak on Novak Now, and Jake will take a look at why attacks on synagogues and churches are on the rise and how Joe Biden is feeding into a dangerous culture of hate. Jake Novak coming up with Novak Now at 11 a.m. Eastern Time here today on the Nahum Siegel Network. I remind you that a number of Jewish organizations are sponsoring a protest at 5.30 this afternoon. At the New York Times, 628th Avenue, that's 8th Avenue and 41st Street, the protest against the anti-Semitic cartoon, which was recently published. Protesters will gather to express outrage about the newspaper publishing an anti-Semitic cartoon depicting Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu as a dog on a leash held by a blind President Trump. Protesters will gather and call for the firing of editors and individuals responsible for the publication. Um, those gathered will also pray for the victims of the San Diego synagogue shooting. Um, Israel's ambassador to the UN, Danny Danone, said the words, the demonstrators, and the cartoons turn into shootings against worshipers in synagogues. Protesters will gather with American and Israeli flags and hold signs that will say, shame on the New York Times. NYT has Jewish blood on their hands and fire the anti-Semites. This is all happening today. The protest again at 8th Avenue and 41st Street. 8th Avenue and 41st Street protest against the New York Times at 5.30 p.m. today. We, of course, encourage everybody to uh, attend. Our thoughts with Rabbi Goldstein and the victims of the uh, synagogue shooting in California, of course. A a news story that has dominated the uh, Jewish news cycle for the last 48 hours in addition to the New York Times story, which has been pretty dominant as well, I must say. I'm happy to see the outrage, frankly. Um, meanwhile, we continue on a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Yeah. 
Zevi Kaufman with Pischuli on a Monday. It's JM in the AM. Before that, Ashrecha done by uh, Eitan Katz. That's brand new here at JM in the AM. Um, uh, excuse me, that was not Ashrecha. It's from the album Ashrecha. It's called Nigun Cheshek here at JM in the AM. Lipa had Melach Malche Amlachim in there from the album uh, From the Depth of My Heart. Hey, a special good morning to AJA Carpool number 255. They're back to school and back to work. Listener Daniel is tuned in with everybody in the car. Thank you. And I like the fact that people from around the country, from around the world, gathered together on this Monday morning, especially after the events of this weekend, gathered together in this spot to uh, to be with uh, to be with friends and family. Thank you. Trucker Yitz says, a winter day in the Catskills. I had to scrape the frost off the windows this morning. I know. It's crazy. It really is crazy. Rabbi Goldwasser has the morning off. We gave him the morning after Isruchag off. Um, but he'll rejoin us, no doubt, uh, tomorrow morning here at the JM and the AM. Please, God, uh, with a presentation of morning chizuk. Hey, Dove Hyken's going to join us at the top of the hour. He has a lot to say, no doubt, about the events of this weekend in light of the news of the last couple of days, New York Times, shooting in California, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Our hearts and prayers, of course, with Rabbi Goldstein and all the victims of the uh, shooting in uh, in California. And I remind you, there's a protest against the New York Times, 5.30 today, 628th Avenue. That's 8th Avenue and 41st Street. 8th Avenue and 41st Street at 5.30 p.m. today. I hope everyone out there is able to attend. I certainly hope everyone out there 
is able to attend. Uh, the Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi on the Lower East Side has gotten an amazing and incredible speaker for Yom Ha'atzma'ut. And I hope everybody starts spreading the word as I started doing on Facebook this morning because I would hope that people would come from far and wide to join us at the Mizrahi. Tzvilat Arvit Baruach Chagigit begins at 8 p.m., followed by Rabbi Menachem Liebteg, internationally acclaimed Bible scholar and pioneer of Jewish education on the Internet. The topic, The Vision of a Nation versus a Nation with a Vision, Biblical Themes that Explain the Challenges Facing Israel Today. Wednesday, May 8th, a week from Wednesday night, 8 p.m., Mizrahi, 249 East Broadway here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Join us. It is going to be one of the most amazing presentations in the, in the in recent history when it comes to the Mizrahi down here and uh, and Yomatzmud. So join us, please, on Wednesday, May the 8th, 8 p.m. for Tefillah, followed by Rabbi Liebtag. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Words won't make you smart. A little bit of sun won't dry you out. Two raindrops won't end this drought. But a little bit of friendship goes a long way. If you got a friend, you'll be okay. A little bit of friendship goes a long way. It'll bring you some muzzle, you'll be okay. So give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. When you're down and feeling small, got a phone but no one to call. When your hope has sailed away and you've got nothing to say, a little bit of friendship goes a long way. If you got a friend, you'll be okay. A little bit of friendship goes a long way. It'll bring you some muzzle, you'll be okay. So give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Your hand to a friend, don't hesitate. Hot chocolate, this is all that it takes. Brighten someone's day, that will do the trick. Bring in some mazo, you'll bring in some glue. I'll be selling mazo, I'll be selling glee. I'll give you some mazo, I'll give you some glee. Bow that thy mazo, come in soon. Little bit of friendship goes a long way. If you got a friend, you'll be okay. Little bit of friendship goes a long way. Bring you some puzzle, you'll be okay. So give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and whistle. A whistle and muzzle, a whistle and click. Give me a whistle, a whistle and muzzle. Give me a whistle, a whistle and click. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Zara Chaya, done by uh, Cantor Natanel Hirschdick on this uh, Monday morning broadcast. Hope you're doing uh, well on this uh, day after Isru Chag as we begin a brand new week and head back to school and back to work with J.M. in the A.M. Derech Achim before that with the uh, Piasetzna Nigun. Uh, you heard Miami with Esmach, Yoni Z, and Ani Mamin, and Baruch Levine had Vaharevna. We opened up the set with Bissel Mazel done by our friends at 8th Day here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Uh, Dove Hikind is with us live via telephone. For those of you around the world, I'm sure you know the name. You may not realize that Dove served for four decades in the New York State Legislature and uh, since then has continued his tradition of being outspoken on uh, Jewish and Israel issues and making sure that the rest of us care about what's going on in this uh, crazy world of ours. And I figured with the last 48 hours between the New York Times and the shooting in uh, in the San Diego area, I thought it would be a good idea to speak with him on this Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Dove Hikind, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Uh, you know, I was going to say it's a pleasure to be with you. You know, it's uh, when you're dealing with what just happened in San Diego and, and, and the horror, horror of the New York Times, what they just did, it, it's just... It is unbelievable. No, it really is. It's unbelievable. I mean, the, the New York Times is not a friend. There's a reason why 14 years now I have not purchased that paper, not once. And that's not a, once. And that's where I, where I wanted to start. Uh, we'll, we'll get, obviously, to the, uh, to the uh, story in California. Uh, but there is a protest today at 530, 8th Avenue and 41st Street. I'm sure you're encouraging everybody to be there. That's a protest against the New York Times. But you said this years and years ago, as you just indicated, for 14 years you have not let the New York Times in your home. You have not paid a penny uh, to read it or to have anything to do with it. Um, what's interesting is that to the average American, the New York Times seems to be a news source from a Jewish family uh, and uh, you know a Jewish-run company, so to speak. But very often, Dove, as you know, the worst comes from within, and that's what we've seen from that newspaper. Absolutely. Uh, the New York Times is a great newspaper, but not for the Jewish people, not for the people of Israel, the state of Israel. It is literally our enemy. It undermines Israel. What they just did, you know, is not a surprise to me. I mean, what they did was just beyond the pale. I mean, uh, <clears throat> they must have someone from the Goebbels family, uh, you know, uh, the propaganda minister in Nazi Germany working at the New York Times, because this comes directly from the playbook during Nazi Germany. That, that's incredible. I mean, I, I'm looking at the picture, my God, of the blind president with a leash around uh, Netanyahu, the dog with the Star of David. I mean, this is like Goebbels would be proud of the New York Times. Uh, and I, I have for years said to people, how can you uh, support financially when you buy the New York Times, when you get the New York Times delivered, you are supporting an institution that undermines our people. And I mean undermines what they do with the way they treat the prime minister of Israel the way they treat the people of Israel, I mean, and we support that paper, that has to stop, that has to end. 
You know, every now and then, you know, when I've talked to people, so, you know, someone says, I, I need the New York Times, you know, the financial section. The excuses that we'll give sometimes to support an institution that undermines us, it's worse than undermine. I mean, the New York Times is probably the most important newspaper in the entire world. The New York Times, the Washington Post. And what they just did now is a reason for everyone don't buy the paper. By the way, if you find it on the floor, if you find it in the trash basket, you want to take it out because you're so desperate to read the New York Times, okay, but don't give them your money. Don't give them their money. You know, you know the circulation of that paper has decreased over the years. And, and what a message it would be that now, over the next couple of weeks, they get the message by people stopping your subscription. Don't pick up the New York Times. You can, I mean, Nachum, you can get your news, financial or any other news. There's a million outlets for news today. Uh, you don't need the New York Times. Uh, what they did is to create such anti-Semitism. The New York Times, which you know, preaches to us about the president of the United States, how terrible he is, how miserable he is, how many times he lies, uh, how many times he doesn't speak out when he should speak out. The New York Times just did more damage than a hundred anti-Semites put together. That's what, that's what they just did. And by the way, you know, when it first came out, you know, it wasn't like they, oh my God, like when someone really feels they made a mistake. First of all, how do you make a mistake like this? How does, this is the New York Times. This is not some local newspaper. You know, some, this is not uh, you know, some uh, throwaway paper in your neighborhood that something got in by accident. Somebody saw this, Nachum, and said, this is okay. This is good. This is what the New York Times is all about. Somebody See, approved of it. They, uh, Nachum, they're never this blunt, but they really are this way. Dove Hyken is with us. I'm assuming that you are encouraging everybody to be at today's demonstration, 5.30 p.m. at 41st Street and 8th Avenue in Manhattan. Nachum, it's a sin not to be there today. You know, we complain, we're upset, you know, <clears throat> we kvetch, we shed a tear. That's not worth anything. I mean, it's nice. Okay, makes you feel good. But we got to stand up sometimes. You got to, wherever you are, I know it's not easy. I know it's tough. You want to get home to the kids. You want to make dinner. You want to do this. You want to do that. Today, you should be at the New York Times at 5.30 today, 8th Avenue and 40th Street. To be there. Be there for God. Be there for your people. Be there for what's right. Be there to stand up in the memory of the six million, because this is the kind of stuff that is so dangerous. Anti-Semites love this. They love this. The anti-Semites. Can you imagine how proud Omar uh, Ocasio-Cortez, Taleb, you imagine how proud they are? This is their New York Times. Boy, this is what they believe. And again, from their perspective, they're looking at it as a Jewish institution doing this, which makes it even sweeter for them. Yeah, well, what can I tell you? It's, it's, uh, uh, the New York Times uh, is not a Jewish institution, but yes. But the enemy know, thinks it people, is. People on the right, people on the left, you know, when they talk about uh, Jewish control of the media, yeah, they mean the New York Times. Uh, they mean, uh, at one time, the Washington Post and so on. But the media is unfortunately has not been a friend to the state of Israel. They just don't get 
this little country of six and a half million Jews surrounded by those who want to destroy her. The standard that Israel is held to is just beyond comprehension. It, it's just, uh, it, it's, what can I tell you? Uh, it's the story of the Jewish people, you know. A lot of people have a problem with Jews. Why? That's a long discussion. <laughs> but you got this little country that, you know, you have in the north Hezbollah. In the south, you have Hamas. You have Iran that publicly says, we are going to destroy this state. Right? And, and the New York Times, who are the bad guys? Israel. Israel, they're the bad guys. They're intransigent. They don't want to uh, uh, commit suicide. What a terrible thing about the people of Israel. They don't want to commit suicide. Dove hiking with us live via telephone. 41st Street, 8th Avenue, 5.30 p.m. today. 41st Street, 8th Avenue, 5.30 p.m. today to have your voice heard regarding the outrageous behavior of the New York Times this weekend. Again, 41st Street, 8th Avenue, New York City. If you haven't seen it, just Google it, and you'll see the political cartoon, the outrageous political cartoon that they published uh, just a couple of days ago. All right, Dove, uh, we all heard, of course, after Yuntiv what happened in California. Um, I mean, there's so many levels to uh, this episode. Uh, give me your reaction uh, to um, innocent Jews being attacked um, on on the uh, last day of Yuntiv out in California. Yeah, um, uh, you know, years ago, if you would talk about the future of the Jewish people in this country, you know, everybody would say, oh, it can't happen here. You know, this, this America is different, and America is a great country. It is one of the greatest countries in the world, no question, and it has been incredible for the Jewish people. <clears throat> but after what happened in Pittsburgh, after what happened in San Diego, what's going on every day these days, what's happening in the Congress, uh, you know, you got to be very, very concerned when people filled with hate. Nachum, this is a 19-year-old. 19. We have children. We have 19-year-olds. Where did the hate come from? Malicious hate against the Jewish people that this guy would go with a weapon into a synagogue to murder men, women, and children. That was his goal, to murder little children. I mean, the irony of what happened here, that one of the families that was shot, a father and a daughter, they left, they wrote, yeah. because their own home had been hit by rockets, by uh, uh, Qassam rockets. So they left their home in Israel to come to peaceful San Diego, beautiful area, and only to go to Shul, on Yantif, and to be attacked with a guy filled with hate. They wrote to San Diego. It might as well be San Diego back to so they wrote back to Israel. I mean, I I I'm concerned about the future in this country for the Jewish people. You know, it's not something that people argue. I spoke about that at a hotel just now. The last days of Pesach, things have changed. Nachum, Jews are concerned. Jews are truly concerned. Now, nothing's happening tomorrow or next week or next year. Uh, we have a president who loves the Jewish people, by the way, loves the Jewish people. You know, a lot of our liberal friends, including liberal Jews, they don't like to hear that, that the president loves the Jewish people. <laughs> by the way, the president actually said that. He loves the Jewish people, and I believe him. But 
there's not a real problem, Nachum. There's no reason not to believe him based on what he's done over the last two years. Exactly. <laughs> remarkable no- <laughs> record. Absolutely remarkable record. And again, uh, you know, part of the problem, Nachum, is Jerry Nadler, Schumer, and many others. Where are they? After the New York, can you find uh, the New York Times just committed a Goebbels? They just did a Goebbels. Schumer, who has press conferences for the past 25 years on Sundays, every Sunday press conference on some issue, right? Jerry Nadler is busy trying to impeach the president of the United States, represents the largest Jewish community in the United States. Why don't they have the same outrage that you and I have towards the New York Times today? Can anyone answer that question? I think we know the answer. Why aren't they outraged the way we are? Yeah, that's so true. Also, speaking of government officials, because we just uh, spoke about the reaction of the president, who, by the way, spoke for quite a while to the rabbi of the congregation. Who we 20 know, minutes. Right, who we know was injured in the attack. Um, let's talk about some other public officials. You saw on the uh, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc., certain public officials expressed their regret, expressed their sympathy uh, to what happened, and, and uh, basically, putting it in a nice way, you would like them to keep their sympathy and not, not veer from their general tone of anti-Semitism. I, I, I think I made it very clear how I feel, uh, and we got a huge reaction. You know, when people like Omar, you know, her heart breaks because of what happened in San Diego, she is partially responsible. She and others. By the way, she indulged in the same kind of hate about the Jewish people that the radical right does. And what was that? What, what did she say? She spoke about Jewish power. She spoke about the Benjamins. She spoke about us controlling foreign policy through APEC. She spoke about due loyalty. Isn't that what they do on the other side? It's the same. One from the left and from the right. It's about Jewish power, Jewish control. They are responsible and sometimes we forget that. Today at uh, 5.30 p.m., we have an opportunity to have our voices heard. 41st Street, 8th Avenue in New York City uh, to protest the outrageous behavior of the New York Times. Everyone will gather and uh, express outrage about the newspaper publishing the anti-Semitic cartoon, which did depict Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu as a dog on a leash held by a blind President Trump. It is outrageous. Those of you who haven't seen it, you should look at it just to see what the New York Times in 2019 is publishing for readers around the world. In addition, of course, our thoughts and prayers for those in San Diego as they continue to recover from this horrific episode on the final day of Yontif, as uh, uh, as Dove Heikens has just said. You know, Dove, a lot of people love putting the, the blame for hate at the feet of the President of the United States. Uh, you accurately just portrayed that the blame for this type of hate and anti-Semitism would be at the feet of uh, of other public officials, not those like the president who express love for Israel, but those like others, like members of certain members of Congress that express hatred for the Jewish people in Israel. Yeah, I, look, it, it's it's obvious to me. Look, there are people who hate this president. Unfortunately, in particular, Democrats, uh, they just want to undermine him. They can't deal with anything positive on the part of this president. They hate his policies with regard to the people of Israel, the state of Israel. And the problem is the Democratic Party. 
The problem is the hate that is emanating from that party. They couldn't pass a resolution against Omar on anti-Semitism. Need I say more? And the message, as far as I'm concerned, is there's only one message. You know, I, you know, people say, why don't you become a Republican, this, that. My message is, for those who are loyal Democrats, and they just cannot get away from the Democratic Party, you must take a vacation in 2020 from the Democratic Party. You must send a message to the Democratic Party. We must act or we are in serious trouble. The Democratic Party should not be able to depend on the automatic support of the Jewish community. And I realize that most Jews will continue to vote for the Democratic Party, but we need to move the percentages in 2020 to send a powerful message that you cannot take us for granted, that if you're going to be silent about something like the New York Times, I mean, this is so, as they say, Hush it, simple, straightforward. This is malicious, vicious, vile hatred from the New York Times. Inexcusable. You would expect this from, from the neo-Nazis in this country. You would expect this from Omar. Not from the New York Times. And they did it. They did it. Totally inexcusable. Uh, everybody, we have an opportunity. 41st Street, 8th Avenue today at 5.30 p.m. Be there to protest the New York Times. Dove Heikind, I thank you. Your voice is so important when it comes to these issues, when it comes to leadership regarding the Jewish people in Israel, and it's much, you, much appreciated. Thank you thank so you much. Bye-bye. Dove Heikind, reminding everybody that today at 5.30 p.m. we have an opportunity to be among the voices heard against the New York Times to protest and express our outrage about the newspaper and its publishing of this anti-Semitic cartoon. 41st Street, 8th Avenue, New York City. Our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers with the victims of the Achron Shal Pesach Shabbos shooting in California. Rabbi Goldstein uh, has had some incredible public presentations about what happened, about some of the miracles that took place during the horrific episode, and certainly his, uh, his call for all synagogues to be full this coming Shabbat his call for an increase of uh, brotherhood, sympathy, and compassion, one for the other, Jew and Gentile alike. And uh, we, um, again, we are thinking of those victims in the San Diego area as we continue on this Monday morning. 16 minutes after 8 o'clock. Good morning from JM in the AM.
JM in the AM at 25 minutes after the hour. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, heading back to school, back to work. Day nine in the counting of the Omer. Today's day nine, one week in two days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Um, told you about the protest going on. The protest is at 5.30 p.m. today at the New York Times building, 628th Avenue. That's 41st Street and 8th Avenue in New York City. Today at 9 a.m., a half hour from now, it's an encore presentation of a Yom HaShoah presentation for The Israel Show. Live editions of The Israel Show resume a week from today. All right, so keep that in mind. Uh, today at 11 a.m., Jake Novak on Novak Now takes a look at why attacks on synagogues and churches are on the rise and how Joe Biden is feeding into a dangerous culture of hate. We'll discuss that at 11 a.m. on uh, Novak Now here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Um, what else did I have to tell everybody? 7.30 this coming Wednesday night, the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills hosts a Yom HaShoah commemoration featuring Rabbi Steve Przanski, spiritual leader of Congregation B'nai Yeshurun in Teaneck. He'll speak on the topic of the Holocaust, the darkness and the light. Again, Yom HaShoah is Thursday, so Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. at the Young Israel <coughs> of Kew Gardens Hill. At the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills. That's going to be taking place. The Upper West Side is getting ready for Yom Ha'atzmaut. The Upper West Side celebrates Israel. Go to uwsisrael.org, uwsisrael.org. They will have a street fair festivities and all-day programming on West 88th Street on May the 5th, and then a community party by the shore at Riverside and 105th Street on May the 9th. Again, go to uwsisrael.org for all the information. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, the Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi here on the Lower East Side. This is a very, very big deal for us. I hope people come from far and wide, come from everywhere for our Yom Ha'atzmaut evening. The Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi invites everyone to celebrate Yom Ha'atzmaut on Wednesday night, May the 8th, starting at 8 p.m. at the Mizrahi, 249 East Broadway here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. There'll be Tfilat Arvit Beruach Chagigit at 8 p.m., followed by Rabbi Menachem Liebtag internationally acclaimed Bible scholar and pioneer of Jewish education on the Internet. The topic is the vision of a nation versus a nation with a vision, biblical themes that explain the challenges facing Israel today. It's happening Wednesday night, May the 8th, starting at 8 p.m. with Arvit, and then Rabbi Liebteg speaks after that. Try your hardest to be there. It will be, no doubt, a historic presentation. And just checking here if there's anything else I wanted to mention at this moment. But I think that'll do it for this look at our community calendar. All right, again, you know about the uh, rally, 41st Street, 8th Avenue today, 5.30 p.m., New York Times, 41st Street, 8th Avenue today, uh, New York Times. Try as hard as you can to be there. 41st Street, 8th Avenue, beginning at 5.30 p.m. JM in the AM, brand new Yehuda Green.
JM in the AM. Monday morning, day nine in the counting of the Omer. Day nine. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Ninth day in the counting of the Omer. Uh, that's, of course, Barry Weber. Before that, Naftali Blumenthal with Waves of Faith. Macha Bracha with Shmuley Unger, Yaakov Shweki, and Aish. Yehuda's Nigun done by Yehuda Green. Monday morning, JM in the AM, 10 minutes away from an encore presentation of a Yom HaShoah program done by Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show. Uh, live Israel Show presentation continues next week, one week from today at 9 a.m. right here at the Nahum Siegel Network, so keep that in mind. Um, Jake Novak with much of today's news coming up at 11 a.m. on Novak Now. After further review at 10 a.m. with Yoni Pollock, World of Sports will be analyzed from his perspective. Again, it's day nine in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. We are heading back to school and back to work on this Monday. A reminder, uh, protest today against the outrageous behavior of the New York Times publishing that political cartoon depicting a blind uh, President Trump being led by a uh, seeing-eye dog, Benjamin Netanyahu. Um, the protest at the New York Times, 41st Street, 8th Avenue, 41, 41st Street, 8th Avenue in New York City today at 5.30 p.m., 41st Street, 8th Avenue, New York City today at the 5.30 p.m., so keep that in mind. That is when the protest is going to be taking place, and I hope everybody has an opportunity to be there and to have our voices heard. Yom HaShoah is Thursday, Holocaust Memorial Day, Holocaust Remembrance Day this coming Thursday here at the JM in the AM. More coming up. Here's Ari Goldwag at JM in the AM.
Achena Yisrael, Nachimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Monday here at JM and the AM. Don't forget, Mayor Weingarten next with an encore presentation of Yom HaShoah, Israel Show. Then it'll be after further review with Yoni Pollock. And then Jake Novak. Novak now with a lot of issues of the day, including Joe Biden, including the shooting in California. Make sure to be tuned in at 11 a.m. for Novak now. Um, tonight, 5.30 p.m. or this afternoon, 5.30 p.m., 41st Street, 8th Avenue, New York City for the New York Times protest. 41st and 8th Avenue in New York City.
Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.